Hello ninjas and ninjas and welcome to another episode of the Exposure Ninja Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Tim Cameron Kitchen. I'm a best-selling digital marketing author and head ninja at Exposure Ninja, which is a digital marketing agency based in the UK. This show is all about helping you to generate more leads and sales from your website. And in this episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Jennifer Hamley of Jennifer Hamley England, which is a women's bag company. Uh, that doesn't really do it justice, but she'll explain more in the episode. And I'm also joined by Stacey Overton. Now, Stacey's an influencer and content marketing ninja here at Exposure Ninja, and she's super awesome. She is so on it. She's also responsible for making sure this podcast is organized, because if it was left to me, you'd never get any episodes. Anyway, in this episode, we talk through Jen's marketing strategy so far now. Her bag company is only two years old, but it's still won awards. It's been featured in all sorts of places. And she's got a fantastic influencer marketing strategy, which is accidentally awesome, which she's going to take us through. Um, Super, super cool. So I hope you get a lot from the episode. And don't forget, if you want some help with your digital marketing, then you can head over to ExposureNinja.com. But without further ado, enjoy the show. Jen, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Tim. For those who don't know you yet, perhaps you could give a quick introduction to yourself and your bags. Yeah, I'm Jennifer Hamley. My uh, business is Jennifer Hamley England. It is organizational work bags for kick-ass inspirational women. Um, We're moving into handbags as well with the same organization because we found that a lot of inspirational women don't work specific jobs but they still need that totem of confidence and we're building this tribe around it and it's all really exciting so that's us at the moment fantastic and because i'm not a kick-ass inspirational woman we've also been joined by one of those stacy from exposure ninja welcome stacy Thank you, Tim. Very nice compliment there. Thank you very much. (laughs) Totally true. You kick my ass every day about this podcast. (laughs) So, Jen, perhaps you could give us a bit of an idea of the scale that Jennifer Hamley England is at. So we've been going for about just over two years. Um, In the first few months, a design that we started with, or that I started with, which was just a sketch at the time, won two awards in the Independent Handbag Designer Awards in New York City, um, which was really cool to start the business off that way. Um, So a lot of the work over the last two years has been around that design and the miniature version of that. We've had loads of feedback from our customers and we're just about to launch a new collection, which is based around that feedback and that uh, which yeah I loved listening to my customers so we've got seven new designs coming out with this new collection and um, yeah fantastic and you do a bunch of really savvy marketing things to have grown the company to the scale that's at just over two years it's ridiculous so one that we wanted to ask you about today was your use of this email list that you've created and generating lots of pre-orders through the questionnaires and asking people's opinions and and what they want. Um, So perhaps you could take us through what the process was there and why you decided to do it. I think in the beginning, um, say two years ago, just over two years ago, I was definitely a designer more than a marketer. So I just kind of did what what I thought was best. And whenever I've had a problem in my life, I've asked people what to do. So This email list was growing because the awards boosted us so nicely in the beginning. And I just got to 
sent out this email and said, hey, guys, what do you want next? What do you want in the next design? What do you like about this design? And even when I was doing that first design, I asked my own community and own friends and family and everybody that I knew. And then when we launched the mini version of it and then we relaunched the awards bag, we went to the email list again, got feedback, improved it. And that's when we opened up pre-orders. We actually did a, a crowdfunding campaign for that which went really, really well. And we got funded. But that's when I realized that actually to do it through my own website, one at a time with pre-orders was, it was just more friendly. It was more face-to-face, almost through the internet. It was more personal. And the more that I talk to our audience into that email list, the more that they say, we prefer your brand because it's personal. We can talk to you or one of, you know, somebody in the team. And I think that's how we've grown so quickly. It's it's an interesting one because on the surface, it sounds like, oh, it's completely logical that we'd always ask our customers what they want. But then at the same time, as business owners, we're always told, you know, the old Henry Ford quote, if I asked my customers what they wanted, they would have said a faster horse. So we're also told, you know, your customers don't necessarily know what they want. You've just got to go with your gut. So did you have any conflicts about doing this or was it just completely natural to you? I say that I've done everything that the customers want, but I've done it within <laughs> I've done it within my framework of what I wanted to do or from my experience what I know is good in a bag or the very first questionnaire I sent out for example everybody wanted 4000 features in it which but they also wanted it to be the lightest bag in the world and you're like well and it's got to have a battery charger and it's got to have you know a cable that attaches to my home Wi-Fi or whatever, <laughs> they never had to. And make it waterproof. Make, of course, it has to be waterproof. and Self-driving. It has to have wheels and it has to, <laughs> and it, yeah, it has to fit in an overhead thing and it also has to fit under my shoulder if I'm going to the bar, under my shoulder, under my armpit. <laughs> have you thought about blockchain as well? <laughs> yeah. yeah, just, you know, it was, so things like that where it's just like features way too much or somebody will say, I want really thick leather, which you can't put really thick leather and have it lightweight as well. So there's, there's certain things that as a designer, I knew that they couldn't have. And then other things that I thought, yes, you can have that and then build the marketing around that question and say, well, you asked for this and this is what I've made for you, rather than doing exactly what they said they wanted. So did you approach them you you, you mentioned a questionnaire then so did you have insights that you were were looking for were you trying to channel their feedback in very specific areas or were you firstly casting a wide net to see what sort of problems people identified in their lives like how did you structure this with my last business I'd met a lot of entrepreneurial women and business women and so I knew that I wanted to create something for them in that kind of market so I the the questionnaire was in a in a box of what's your perfect work bag, what's important to you, what's not important to you. So the, the, there were some confines, but not. I think actually what I found was if I let them have any answer, they all they, they didn't get much back. But if I gave them multiple choice, they there was more, and then yeah, they felt that they were giving something back, even though it was kind of my idea. Mm, right. So, oh, right. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I'm learning more about my uh, my own things here. Like, oh yeah, maybe that was me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So once you had this feedback and you'd selected the bits that you wanted to do and you wanted to take, how did you use this in the sales process to generate the pre-orders? Um, using a lot of their words to um, put it into my marketing. So in Facebook ads and um, again, sending those emails back out to them. Also using their names personally, if they've allowed me to, and just say, you know, say uh, Susan from Leicester, she wanted this in her bag. And lots of the rest of you said this as well. So, you know, so that there was that personal connection again. Love that. And then once the bags were on sale, is there is a new collection launched yet? Do we know how that's gone? It has not launched yet. It's launching next week. Uh, we've got our first ever pop-up in London and we're going to launch there. Amazing. By the time this show launches, you will be able to get the new collections. Yeah. So where can people yeah. go if they want to see the bags? Um, at jenniferhamley.com. So they will be on pre-order. So there'll be a nice pre-order discount for our early adopters. Love it. Love it. I think we originally came across you because you reached out to Stacey. Is that right, Stacey? Kind of. I think it was more of a general reach out for people rather than me specifically although that would have been nice uh, so it was, uh, I think it was looking for uh, inspirational women for your blog to do kind of Q&A's with and the kind of what's in your handbag thing which I don't know if you want to just touch on a little bit more about your blog and how you kind of built that up because I think that's just really interesting how, how you've done that. Yeah um, I've always found it really really interesting what different people, especially women who carry handbags or backpacks or, or all kinds of bags, mm-hmm. um, what they carry, they, they can all be really successful and inspirational, but in their own ways. And I think when you've got that view into what they carry each day, it tells such different story of what you see from the outside. So say um, Stacy in her uh, bag, she carried some painkillers and she mentioned why she carries these painkillers. And then on top of, you know, on, from the outside, you just go, wow, she's amazing. She's doing all this stuff. And then when you learn a little bit of backstory from what she's carrying, you go, oh my God, she's doing it with this, 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 and this, as well as everything else. And so mm. it again goes back into that. Um, we're getting to know the, the women behind the brands and behind the businesses. Um, and also learning about how they use their bags as well, which really helps me. Mm, absolutely. I think that was one of the most interesting things because on the surface, it's kind of a nice, uh, I don't know what the word is, kind of just lighthearted topic of what's in your handbag. But actually, like you say, when you get down to it, it's there's a lot more to that. And actually, it's about kind of building that tribe of women and, you know, lifting each other up, if you like. And everybody's sort of realizing we all have things in common, even if, you know, I've got a backpack and you've got a, um, I don't know, a clutch or something, actually. We're all out there doing our thing, building our businesses, and that's kind of cool. Exactly. And I think, um, you know, there's a few things that bring people together, like, oh, I have one of those, or I, oh, I've read that book, and or I've not read that book, but, you know, what she's talking about makes me want to go and read it. So there's that kind of inspiring each other as well. So, yeah, like you said, it it brings that tribe back together again. Even though to start with, it just looks like we're having a nosy. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's a, <laughs> which we are a little bit as well. <laughs> well, it's it's really disarming, isn't it? Because it's actually a question about that person's values and priorities, which is quite deep and might be something that people would struggle to answer. But because it's just what's in your handbag, everyone can answer that and then give bits of story based on the prompts of the items in their handbag. So it's 
yeah, it's it's a really interesting way to get inside people's stories quite quickly. I'd yeah, imagine. yeah, and I definitely find have found that over the time that we've been doing it, and um, you know, like somebody like a stylist will carry a tape measure with her, and she just thinks that's something normal that every you know, not that everybody has, but she wouldn't think that I would go, ooh, you have, ooh, tell me about what you use this for. You know, she's like, oh well, I measured this for this client, and you know, while she's in the fitting room, and I'll, yeah, it's just. It gives you an insight into their work as well as their personalities. How important do you consider the community that you've built to be? Because this is obviously one er- this is one way of building a community and building a brand. You know, you could have a lot of fashion brands are based on the personality of the founder or a kind of godlike personality, if you like. But it seems like you've got part of that, but you've also got the personality of your community. So like how how important is that for you? Um, I like that I got described as slightly godlike. That was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, a hundred percent, very very important from the very very beginning. I said that I did because I mean, really, it's not like we've got a lack of handbags in the world. This is one fact <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, and I just, like I said, from my old business, the the women that would come together at these networking and business events. And I was like, how can I bring them together while providing something that's both luxurious and helpful and building this community? And it's to me, it's something that you don't get if you go for a bigger brand or a different, you know, something that is just fashion. Um, Mm. And yeah, I'd, I'd like to eventually have events and, you know, live things where we all meet up or yeah, anything that just brings those people together and just that, yeah, the bag to be a symbol of that community. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. It, I know that this is also kind of tying into a bit of an influencer strategy, isn't there? Because you, you get people, what we call micro-influencers, people like Stacey, and I know there's there's video on your site of Nikki Loy, who's a mm-hmm. singer, talking about whether it's talking about the Jennifer Hamley bag that they own or talking about what's in their bag. So you're kind of helping those people to buy into the brand. And then when they share that post, they're going to be sharing it with their friends as well. Was that intentional or was that just a happy accident? It was almost, it was kind of a passion of mine. And then I was advised by people that know about marketing. They're like, oh, this is kind of an influencer route that you're going down. And I was like, oh, Mm. so it's already got a name. (laughs) I was like, oh. Something that's uh, yeah, so it's it works really well to bring those audiences together, and it also yeah, I think it grows the community, which again is important. So yeah, so accidental savvy influencer marketing. Yes, I think definitely yes. <laughs> A happy accident. Yeah. How do you identify who's going to be a good fit? And do you look at things like their social following and how influential they are? Um, I have, I mm, yeah, I've started to, to start with, I was just uh, working with people that would, you know, that were interested and that would talk back to me. <laughs> like, Hello, hi. I mean, slowly I'm looking more at uh, their social following, but mm-hmm. it's, more about the engagement that they get i mean if there's big followings but nothing going on behind the you know behind the 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 curtain then i'd rather have a much smaller somebody with a much smaller following but who is getting that engagement and i'm actually learning strategies off those people to get my own engagement as well 
And it's a lot easier to talk to the people with a smaller audience. So where I am at the moment, yeah, I'd say small audience, big engagement. Awesome. So if you were to scale this, you basically do lots more of the audiences that you're getting rather than going after the Kendall Jenners, for example. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Yeah. And I'd, I'd totally back, that, back up that statement as well, because I mean, like you like you just said, smaller audiences, but really high engagement. And that absolutely is is true. Um, they may not have, you know, millions or thousands of followers, but actually the followers they do have are very highly engaged and very, very relevant. So actually you, you're kind of going about it in the right way because like you said already, the business is very personable and you've had that feedback from customers. So actually we prefer that because it's like, you know, we are talking to a real person. We know it's not automated. You know, you do take our opinions on board and, and that much is obvious. Um not only by your success, but by the feedback that you're getting from clients as well. So I think to have that approach with this kind of other side of the, with the marketing and the influencers is bang on and it's, it's clearly working. So I think it's really, really great. Yeah. And I, I think even um, to use uh, you, Stacey, as an example, it's, you know, whenever I see something that you've posted, because we've had that connection, it's like, oh, what's Stacey up to? And it's like, oh, I'll share what she's up to. And, and it's, you know, it's, I think it's that, starting small high engagement yeah it's just it's it feels truthful to me as well it's a lot more rather than spending a lot of money to the Kendall Jenners or whatever and then just spreading that yeah I think yeah (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that (laughs) my mind went blank but uh but yeah It, it makes so much sense. And it's almost like you're positioning yourselves in a, you're positioning yourself and the brand in amongst the crowd rather than on the stage preaching to the to the audience, if you like. It's a very different relationship with that following, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like join me rather than watch me. It's like, let's let's uh, do this, this all together. Let's grow this together. Let's be all together. Let's support one another. Love it. Before you move on, I also want to ask you about some of the places that you've been featured. You've obviously won the awards and then you've been featured in places like BBC, Grazia, InStyle, HuffPo. What tips do you have for the aspiring Jennifer Hamleys who want to pick up that sort of visibility for their products? So, I mean, you just basically, you just have to have the balls to just contact lots of people and are about to do a similar sort of thing now where it's just get out on Twitter, talk to me, try and meet as many journalists as you can, be friendly, don't be rude, be interesting and try and think of a good story behind the brand that engages rather than just like, I've launched a new handbag. It's beautiful. You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I did then. And then use those relationships and keep working on top of those. I mean, I, I still consider myself very much a beginner in that kind of um, sense. But yeah, I'd like to build on the relationships that I have built already. Yeah, I think that's great. And actually, um, even if, like you said before, when you first started, you you didn't really maybe know what you were doing, but it's that having the confidence to actually just approach these people. And I think sometimes SMEs and kind of small businesses put sort of journalists and these other kind of places up on a pedestal and they think, well, I couldn't possibly contact them because they wouldn't be interested, but actually they're all still run by humans. They're Mm -hmm. all still people. And like you say, if you've got an interesting story behind why you're doing something, then why wouldn't they be interested in it? And I think it's just a case of putting yourself out there and actually having the nerve to try 
And what's the worst that can happen? They say no. Definitely. And that, and with that as well, like I did a little bit of research first, you know, what what makes an interesting story? What um, would journalists like to hear? How's the best way to get in touch with them? And then, yeah, just again, interact on Twitter, on LinkedIn and just be there. And then when I had a story, it's like, hello, I'm here. But yeah, be brave, be brave and, and confident. And, you know, that again comes back to the the brand message of confidence really helps, you know, when everybody sticks together and learns from one another. And yeah, that confidence can help you grow uh, your own brand or your own business or your own lifestyle. Jenna, are there any examples of marketing channels or campaigns which you absolutely thought were going to be a complete home run, smash it out of the park, but ended up being a complete waste of time? Ooh, any kind of magazine paid advertising is absolutely <laughs> just throwing money down a hole. <laughs> setting fire to it um it definitely didn't work for me uh there was no brand to begin with that uh, to ad- to actually advertise and uh i think i just got overexcited by the salesperson promising too much and uh getting no return and it was really hard to track as well anything that you c- i can't track is you know a waste of money really to me because i don't know what's what the return is yeah, great point. Is there anything on the flip side of that? Is there anything which you didn't hold out much hope for, but ended up being really amazing? Ooh, actually, in the last month or so, I've really put some effort into my Facebook page. And I thought Facebook pages were completely dead. But the engagement on my Facebook page has gone up, which has led to sales, which I've um, shy, I've, I've followed advice that I read um, from courses and online that was don't sell to the Facebook page people because they're not interested. Just be friendly, ask them questions, um, share fun things. And that in turn is actually, yeah, the engagement's gone through the roof really in the last month or so. And that's really surprised me because I, yeah, you know, the, everyone says the algorithm's killing it off and that you have to have paid reach and all those things, but it's working, uh, with a few, yeah, a few easy strategies. Oh, Tim, sorry, just... You have to, you have to reveal those strategies. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? So, first of all, I got together with a group of maybe 15 other businesses that are in a similar sort of, uh, just from networking and Facebook groups and kind of growth people. And what we do, once we posted something that was asking a question interesting to the audience... We would get the other people. So it's almost like a growth pod, but you would go for a week or so just and comment on each other's posts. And that almost trained the algorithm to show that my own posts to, to more people. And that's basically the only thing I've done so far. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's given me an idea for business. Yeah. Oh my God, that's genius. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, you know, they say Facebook hates pods and they'll close you down, but... <laughs> We've not been caught yet. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I it's not like you're creating some kind of, you know, nasty network that's just kind of spamming each other's pages to get it up up the kind of feed. You are genuine. <laughs> you are genuinely engaging. Oh, that was my content. idea. <laughs> stuff in common, and you're not just, you know, I'm going to comment on your post if you comment back on me. It's not that kind of spammy stuff that that people are trying to crack down on, you are actually doing it in a positive way that, you know, you're giving yourself that boost to say, you know, this is interesting content. 
and all I need is a few comments on it from people that are valuable that will actually get people to see it. So that's, I don't think there's anything, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Yeah. And the fact that um, because they are business women and they are, you know, I got them, you know, they're friends from another Facebook group. They're basically my kind of audience anyway. So what they have to say interests yeah. my own audience because Mm. So it's not like I went and got, I don't know, a horse racing pundit and a, you know, I don't know, a, butch, a butcher from down the road. You know, it's people in the, yeah. So not that a butcher can be a businesswoman, you know, she could be. <laughs> she could be. It's probably a category that does skew slightly male. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, yeah. Anyway, let's not go down that route because that's a whole, whole mess. Yeah. <laughs> Jen, this has been fascinating. We've got some final quick fire questions to finish. You ready? Yeah. Awesome. If you could pick only one marketing channel, what would it be? At the moment, email marketing. (laughs) If you absolutely had to 10x your sales in the next year, but you had unlimited marketing budget, what's the first thing that comes to mind that you would do? (gasps) Oh, it's a fun game. It's rare. The first thing that came to mind was probably Facebook ads, but that's not very, <laughs> I mean, we're doing them now. I just put lots more money in them, I guess. That's absolutely <laughs> fine. And then finally, if you could go back and give yourself one piece of advice on day one of starting Jennifer Hamley England, what would it be? <laughs> Don't buy so many bags in the beginning when you <laughs> <laughs> because you'll have them for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, just just yeah, just hold back on the spending. I think, and, uh, yeah, but it's all good now. We've moved on. It took two years. Hey, to managed. <laughs> at least you learned this lesson on day one instead of like spending fifty million on bags when you had your first big payday, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, that would. And and even though I say you know don't spend all that money, I it freaked me out. I was about to give up on that first day, and I was like, where do I find this money? And I found it. And so that was a lesson in itself to go, well, I can find it if I really need it. So it's, yeah, it's got good, good and bad, that one. <laughs> awesome. Well, Jen, thank you so much for joining us. It's been really interesting to hear your story so far. And I wish you all the best with the business. Where can people find out more about you and follow you on social network? So the Facebook page is Jennifer Hamley England. Instagram is Jennifer Hamley. If you want to see more behind the scenes of me just a day-to-day life it's i am jennifer hamley and on twitter jennifer underscore hamley and that's me and the website is jenniferhamley.com amazing thank you so much for joining us jen thank you so much it's been lovely to uh, finally chat to you both If you need some help with your digital marketing, then I have something for you. My business, Exposure Ninja, we work with clients all around the world, improving their website visibility, improving traffic and improving sales for them. And one of the things that we do is called a free website and marketing review. Now, this is not like some of the free website and marketing reviews that you might have seen online where you type in your website address and it gives you this automated report which shows you a bunch of red crosses and green ticks 
just stuff that software picks up. No, this review is very different. We'll spend 20 minutes analyzing your website, your digital marketing, and your competitors on a video. We'll actually show you on the screen some changes to make to your website to increase the conversion rate. And we'll also talk through the top traffic channels that your competitors are using and what you could learn from their marketing and apply to yours to improve your results. Now, if you want this website and marketing review, it's completely free of charge. There's no obligation to use our services. All you need to do is head over to ExposureNinja.com forward slash review. That's ExposureNinja.com forward slash review.